like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Sean Harper on the line. He's a co-founder over at Kin Insurance. Uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Kin Insurance and uh, how you're changing things um, in the in the homeowner insurance industry. But before we do that, um, let's talk a little bit more about your background. How did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? It really goes back to I was a nerdy kid growing up, and I got into programming computers pretty early. The frustrating thing about writing a computer program, though, is if nobody's using it. <laughs> and so I, I've always really been about building stuff, and my interest in business really came from marketing the, the really crappy little software programs that I was writing when I was a kid, when I was 10, 11, mm. 12 years old. And, you know, as I got better at programming and also better at marketing and sort of figuring out how to write software that people actually wanted, I started to make a little bit of money from it. And that made it a lot more fun. Uh, you know, so fast forward, I did a bunch of corporate stuff between between now and then. I worked at one of the big consulting companies. I went to college. I went to grad school. But, uh, you know, I, I always sort of had that talk in that I like to make things, and I like it when people use them. And so that's what I've been doing for the last 15 years is, you know, making stuff that people need and then marketing it so that they use it because it's a lot more satisfying that way. Oh man, I love it, and um, I don't. So I make things too. I, I make books, and the, and when I first started, I remember the first book I published. Like it was, uh, you know, you pour, it and so I, I get what you're saying. You're like, oh, I love it. Like I, um, you know, you you spend all this time on this product, and then you're like, but it, in in your case, if nobody uses the software, it's of no use, no matter how good it is. And um, and in my case, if nobody read the book, it doesn't matter how good it is if nobody actually got the content. So I feel your pain on that and having to tweak and grow and and learn different ways of marketing so that you would actually make enough noise and the correct product that people um, wanted. Uh, so I, I actually um, completely uh, empathize with the journey. Um, that being said, so there's a lot of younger entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, you know, maybe just getting out of college, maybe they're on their first or second business even, and they're, and they're kind of going down that path. And now obviously you have the benefit of hindsight and being a more seasoned entrepreneur. Um, what kind of what kind of advice would you give that that new up and coming entrepreneur on how to succeed? I think the biggest thing is just to get started at it. You know, I I got a lot out of the more corporate gigs that I did after college. Uh, you know, the consulting experience I had was really valuable, but it actually pales in comparison just the speed of learning that you have mm -hmm. at when you know when you're working at a big company and you're not really you don't really have it on the line and you don't really touch every part of it. And, and so, you know, the best thing about being an entrepreneur is just the learn, the pace of learning is so much faster. And it seems like this really risky thing, but it's not because doing a failed, you know, entrepreneurial endeavor, even if it's a side gig, you learn so much, it actually helps you get corporate gigs too. 
So it's it's not it's not a real risk. You know, the worst case scenario is you try something for a year and it doesn't work out, and then you go get a job and you then you try again a little bit later. It's uh, so I, for me, I wish I had started earlier, and that's always the advice I give: is just just get at it. Man, I love I love that advice. And what's interesting, especially I, I've just you know I talked to a lot of people in the startup world and uh, interview a lot of people in the startup world and. Um, and one of the interesting things that I've noticed is a lot of people that are hiring, especially for that executive level position, because every employee when you're a small company, I mean, is just is a key employee is what it comes down to, right? Uh, so that being said, a lot of them like to see that they have failure and failed businesses under their belt before they'll even talk to them because they need to know how this person's going to act when if slash when um things really get rough um how are they going how are they going to hold up to that and if they haven't um been through that in the past then uh they they obviously don't want them on the team um kind of learning on their dime in that really small capacity of the startup world where every employee again can make or break the company when it's just a couple of people um so I love Absolutely. that advice you give um, let's uh, let's uh, let's switch it up a bit, Sean. I want to get more into what you're doing uh, over at Kin Insurance. So, um, as co-founder, so what kind of clients are you helping, and what kind of problems are you looking to solve? Yeah, so we're really a, a insurance company similar to you know an Allstate or a State Farm, and we insure homes and other small buildings. We do it. The, a bit differently than the traditional way in a, in a few uh, areas. The first is we're much more quantitative and data-driven. So there's a lot of math that goes into figuring out who to insure, who to market to uh, you know, as, as good insurance, and how to price the insurance. And at its best, it's a very uh, data-intensive exercise because there's so much that you can know about a building. Uh, the second is that we do it on a tech platform that was built from scratch. You know, one of the things that is in common of sort of older insurance companies is they've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, even ones that you think about as being more recent, like Progressive and Geico, they they were both started in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as a result, these companies uh, oftentimes run on uh, technology that's really really old. And what you'll find if you go and walk the halls is you find a bunch of really smart people there, data scientists, actuaries, et cetera, that are really frustrated because the technology that they have available to them can't do what they want. So we built the technology from scratch, and we don't have any of those legacy encumbrances, which allows us to move a lot faster, and it allows us to uh, you know, do it at lower cost and have a much better product. And then the third thing that we do is that financial services are kind of complicated, and as a result, they've always had a lot of middlemen involved. And in insurance, that the, the middleman is this uh, retail insurance broker. It's usually a small shop of you know, insurance agents that are working together in sort of a storefront or strip mall type location. And the value that they've offered historically is, is simplifying a complicated product for the consumer. Um, but they add a lot of cost. So the a typical insurance company pays more than 20% of every dollar that they collect out to that channel. And it's increasingly not the way that people expect to buy. Um, so I think the more modern formula, which is the one we're pursuing, is to make the product a lot simpler and then sell it online uh, 
you know, in a direct fashion, which allows us to do it at a much lower cost and ultimately be a lot more convenient because, you know, the reality is, like, people shop for financial services now at all hours of the day. It's something that you'd, you know, oh, I need new insurance for my house. Maybe I'll do that on my phone while I'm watching Netflix in the middle of the night. And if it's online, you can do that. If you're dependent on, you know, a, a sort of local distributor to 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 answer the phone at that time, obviously no one's working at that hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we do differently. Uh, we tend to go after customers. You know, we like building things that people really need. Mm-hmm. And so we tend to go after customers that are in riskier areas where insurance is more important. So a lot of our customers live by the ocean where hurricanes happen or they live in uh, brush fire exposed areas like most of California. Um, and, and, and the reason is we, you know, we, we want to build stuff that's important to people and uh, they're the ones who need the insurance the most. Wow. So, uh, and you hit the nail on the head when you said legacy, that whole, the whole legacy um, point of uh, systems and the technology, I mean, I can completely see how the right type of um, insurance company um, just that doesn't have that legacy and can can compete on a price point just on the model you're doing to really shake things up. I see a lot of this happening also in the car industry uh, to where it's like that old dealership model may not be there in the next, I don't know, I, I'm not going to throw a year on it, 10 years, 20 years, whatever. It could be five years. Who knows? Um, in terms of of it, where it's going to be going down um, next, and I, I see the same thing with what you're saying. It's super interesting um, to see how you're achieving it. Uh, that being said, how how um, what do you see the future of this market looking like? Do you think other people kind of follow suit to what you're doing, or do you think that you kind of stand out over time, and these old companies just really aren't going to be able to kind of bring it around? You know, it's it's really hard. If you've been in business for a hundred years, it's hard for you to change. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the reality is that big companies, you know, they're they're actually making a lot of money doing things the way they've always done it. Uh and, and that will be the that will be the case until there are competitors who think about it differently and show that it can be done differently and start to take their customers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to to date nobody has done what we're doing. Go direct to consumer with a more data driven lower cost model in home insurance well it has been done in auto insurance it has been done Mm -hmm. in credit cards it has been done in online stock trading so you know most of the rest of the financial services industry has gone that way insurance has been in particular uh homeowners insurance has been much slower uh but it's inevitable that this happens and the big companies Mm -hmm. will have to adopt adapt uh because we're going to force them to and that's that's a good thing that's how capitalism is supposed to work that's what makes uh, it a good system for for consumers, and they're going to adapt in a bunch of different ways. Some of them are going to, you know, spend hundreds of millions of dollars to redo their technology. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to buy companies like ours. That's also a good thing. And uh, you know, we're just going to sort of push push things forward. Now that's exciting. Uh, so, Sean, if somebody's listening to this and they want uh, more information on Kin Insurance, um, what's the best way for them to get it? Uh, they really should just hit our hit up our website. It's uh, kin.com. That's k-i-n.com or kin like family. Who would you rather have insuring your home than than your family? And we, you know, if you look at our online reviews, it's uh, you know they're they're all very strong because we take that uh, you know idea of treating our customers like our family super seriously. 
so yeah, Ken.com, and uh, you know, just just enter your address if you're interested in getting great insurance at a low price. That's awesome. Well, hey, Sean, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and what drives you and, and your mission over at uh, Kin Insurance. And to the audience, as always, really appreciate you tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Sean, thanks again for coming on the show.